Welcome, everyone, to BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games that's uploaded every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, and over on our website, leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. What it is, guys. Right. Before we get into the episode, <laughs> I'm just going to start ignoring you. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, we just want to let everyone know that today's episode is brought to you by Technisport Gaming Chairs. Technisport is one of the leading manufacturers for gaming-related chairs. In fact, scholars have long debated the origins of the Pro Gamer series. The most common theory is that a mad scientist created the first prototype by crossing a racing car with a lazy boy. However, gamers claim to have known these creatures for thousands of years, and some streamers insist that they have always existed right here in cyberspace. Each chair comes with a two-year limited warranty. The heavy-duty steel frame comes with a lifetime warranty. And what's really cool about Technisport is that 3% of sales go toward disaster relief efforts. So you're also supporting a good cause whenever you make a purchase through them. Go to technisportusa.com and use the offer code LDG, stands for Level Down Games, offer code LDG, to save 10% when making a purchase. If you're interested in helping us out here at Level Down Games, all of our affiliate links can also be found in the YouTube description box below and in the descriptions for all of our podcasts on podcast services. We've got Technisport Gaming Chairs, Amazon, Origin PC, and Razer. Thanks in advance for all your support. And yes, I do know I said in the YouTube description box below, this is not a YouTube podcast. That's just how the script was written. (laughs) Um, And then before we kick off with talking about the track, I know there is something that you briefly wanted to mention, which we've already talked about on Max Level and Game Oracles. This is the final time for today. What do you got? All right, guys. So uh, just because of my work schedule, I may not be around for the next month or so uh, on episodes. I'm going to try to be here. I just happen to be part of an emergency response crew at work. So uh, Saturdays where we record these things, uh, I may not be accessible. I am going to do my damnedest. I'm going to fight to every second I can to try to be here. But Brian may have to go alone. He may have a guest host. You just don't know. Yeah, you just don't know. Uh, you never know what crazy thing I'll do when you're not here. Right? I, I will keep you abreast on the, the Twitter and on the, uh, on the Instagram. Cool. But uh, I, I should hopefully be back in the swing of things no later than February. For all, so. your frank li- for all your frank listening goodness. Them, them tank tidbits, man. <laughs> them tank tidbits. <laughs> you never gonna let it die, are you? Absolutely not. <laughs> all right. Well, if you didn't know, it's the end of the month. And that means today's episode is Radio Hour, Volume 6. So for our new listeners and for people that have not been around for a future, a previous episode of Radio Hour, Radio Hour here on BG Mania is our eclectic mix of tracks. We generally pick from a multitude of different games, not just one us- one game, and they usually don't follow a theme. But I mean, even even the last last month, you did pick um, all current stuff. I, I still think that's an eclectic mix because it's not like you picked everything. Like all the no. games weren't from Assassin's Creed, so. Um, even even though we made the joke that it was a theme, it's really not a theme. Just like your retro stuff is really not a theme. It's just a yeah. bunch, it's a bunch it's, of cool. It, it, yeah. For this week, you know, for this week, I wanted to tie it into something we do on our Max Level podcast. We have a theme it's actually called Retro Game Rewind. Yeah. So being it's, being it's the end of the year, I figured I'd just give a nice flashback to the retro games at the end right. of the year. The opening track you heard was my first pick for today's episode, and it happens to be the farm music you hear in the winter months. 
In the game, Harvest Moon, Save the Homeland. I was going to pick this song for our bonus Christmas episode that we uploaded went on Monday for Christmas Day. But I chose to save it for Radio Hour because I felt like the four tracks I had on that episode from Shenmue, from um, Persona 4 Golden, from Banjo-Kazooie, and uh, Christmas Nights into Dreams, I felt like those ones were stronger than this one here. But I still wanted to showcase this one, so I actually bumped one of my tracks that I had picked for this, which I'll probably play next month for Radio Hour instead. Um, And then I I, I decided to play this one. Um, I love the Harvest Moon series, and we obviously talked extensively about... Stardew Valley on max level because they are, they're releasing some updates for the game and Jessica has been playing a lot of it recently on the Nintendo switch. Um, my, my top harvest moon games, I think definitely by far the super Nintendo version, the GameCube version, a wonderful life. And this one here, save the homeland. I, I think they are the absolute to me, the best harvest moons. Uh, the one on the Nintendo 64 was pretty good too. I'm not going to lie. But I, I spent the most time with these three, and specifically specifically the one on the GameCube, I think, is probably the one I spent the most time with. And I thank you as well. Um, but yeah, man, these, these games are just... They're, they're great. And it, it saddens me what happened with the Harvest Moon series, so to speak, now that it's, um, you know, it's... If you like the traditional Harvest Moon stuff then you obviously want to check out the Story of Seasons games on the Nintendo 3DS because that is the traditional Harvest Moon now that we know and love. But um, the the Harvest Moon games that are releasing now under the name Harvest Moon are just so bad. And they're just not even worth playing. Yeah, it's a shame they besparked the good name. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was unable to find the composer for this track. I, I've searched multiple different websites. I could not find who actually composed the game Save the Homeland on PlayStation 2. I couldn't even find the, any of the staff members, period. And I, I, I checked a couple of like the same websites we checked to get all the composers and stuff for our games. None of them have any information on this game, like who actually was the team behind it. Obviously, we know it was developed by Victor Interactive Software, published by Natsume, released on the PlayStation 2 on November 22nd, 2001. But that's all the info we have. Like, I don't have any staff members on the team at all. So unfortunately, I don't have the composer for this track. I know we'd like to normally do the uh, the composers um, and and Victor Interactive Software actually closed down too. They uh, they went looks like they they were acquired by Marvelous Entertainment in 2003. Marvelous being the studio that eventually would be, go on to make the Story of Seasons games too. They're the ones that actually made made these games, um, and then they fully merged into them in June of 2007. So yeah, not sure. I don't know. I don't know who the composer was, unfortunately. Whoever you are, you're awesome. Yeah, great stuff, man. That's that's a that's a really jolly track. Definitely gets me in the the holiday spirit all over again. It's only been two days since Christmas, and I'm already looking counting down the days till next year. All right. Well, I say we just take it back to the past. Uh, play, as are, we, as, are, are, are we gonna play some shitty games that suck ass? You know what? I I set up for just that very reason. This is from a game that wasn't very good. Okay. From a movie people. Or a movie people didn't think was very good. I okay. happen to like both, and I happen to really like the soundtrack. Okay. This track is, I'm curious track to see is, where you're going with this. This track is the Atoll from Waterworld.
and that was the atoll from Waterworld. Yes. Um, the, no, that's a great track, by picked, the way. Great track, by the way. I, I really did. As I listened to a lot of soundtracks for things that I that I, that I enjoy. Right. Uh, you'll you'll see the be the, the common theme will be things that are very much I'm a fan of. Sure. Uh, and the, the soundtracks for these games had some really awesome tunes. This one right here, like I said, from Waterworld, not the best film out there. Let's 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 be honest. No, it's it's not that good. <laughs> rock and soundtrack. Yeah, rock and soundtrack by mm. a legend. Coolio. Okay, not Jim Howard. Okay. The Pretty Woman. Okay. The Sixth Sense. Okay. Signs, King Kong, the Batman series. Okay. The Hunger Games series. Ooh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh. And Waterworld. Nice. Uh, but his the, the people he works with most often, Hans Zimmer. Ooh, good stuff Elton there. John, and this and this little group called Toto. Toto. They bust the reins down in Africa. Yeah. That's He's such, out here, such, here. A, such yeah, a cliche, so. such a cliche song. <laughs> it's not a bad song. Uh, he did he did Blood Diamond. I, I could go forever. He's. He's a legend in the business. He's an Oscar award-winning composer. Yeah, uh, it was cool to hear. It was it was cool to hear a video game version of his of his song. Yeah, super cool. I like it. Um, yeah, and just just you wait and see. I got some more Super Nintendo goodness for you coming up. Cool. Well, I can't wait. I'm sure. I'm sure these are definite. Uh, even though he's not on the show, these are definite L. Frank Caro tracks. Oh, he forcibly made me do this. In fact, he's probably going to show up later on in the episode to, uh, to introduce one of them. Maybe. Oh, Jesus. I hope he doesn't. He's He was kicked off for a reason. <laughs> All right. We're going to move in to my next pick for today's episode of Radio Hour. And one of the most interesting announcements from the Game Awards happened to be a game that you and I are both excited for. And that's Soul Calibur VI. So I started thinking. Yes. I started thinking back to the Soul Calibur 2 on GameCube. And obviously that's the one that had Link uh, in it for, for the GameCube with Soul yes. Calibur 2. So I was like, man, that, that soundtrack actually was really good. So this is from Soul Calibur 2. The track is called Brave Sword, Braver Soul.
And that was Brave Sword, Braver Soul from Soul Calibur 2. Soul Calibur 2 released on July 5th, 2002 over in the arcades in Japan. Um, and then in North America, it would also release in 2002. It came to GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox on August 27th, 2003. And this, I, I wow, think... Has it, been that, has it been that long? It's yes, been almost it 15 years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, since Soul Calibur 2, yep. Uh, I really feel like this was my favorite Soul Calibur game to date. I think Soul Calibur 2 still is, is my is my top one for Soul Calibur. I'm hoping Soul Calibur 6 ends up being ends up being really good, but Soul Calibur 2, I've got so many memories playing that game because it was on the GameCube, and that's the version that I had because of Link. Link was in this game. Um, Composer-wise, I was able to find six different composers for Soul Calibur 2. And I'm not sure which one was was responsible for this track, so I'm just going to list all six. Uh, the composers that worked on this game, Junichi Nakatsuru, Yoshihito Yano, Asuka Sakai, Ryo Hamamoto, Ryuchi Takata, and Junichi Takaki. So one of those six composed this track, and I really feel like this is the best track from Soul Calibur 2. Every time this song would kick up, when 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 on you know when when battling and, and fighting other people, it just it got me pumped, man. I love this track; it's so good. No, I agree with you, through and through, and everything you just said there. Yeah, this is the best Soul Caliber game. This yes. is the best song from Soul Caliber. Yes, <laughs> you knocked it out of the park with this pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is awesome, and I actually, I think if I'm yeah, because this is the first radio hour we've done since the Game Awards, because the Game Awards was the first week of December. And if you haven't checked out our reaction videos, our reaction video to the Game Awards, go check it out. It's actually doing pretty well on YouTube. Uh, we're at a couple thousand views. Um, our, one of the biggest things that was announced there was Soul Calibur 6, and I wanted to actually capitalize on that hype, because I'm still hyped for Soul Calibur 6. I, I can't wait for that game. Oh, hell yeah. And I, like I said, I'm just hoping, hoping it's as good as Soul Calibur 2, because I wasn't a huge fan a five. I played five quite a bit, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. Uh, it definitely wasn't as strong as some of the other Soul Calibur games, in my opinion. Especially, most specifically, two, because like I said, I always compare everything to two. <laughs> so. Two is the one I constantly mention that uh, my sister Angela uh, whoops me in uh, every which way but this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. She's she's she, she, she's the she's the Valdo player who who wrecks my world. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, well, what do you got for us next? Oh, my next track comes from uh, the X-Men Mutant Apocalypse game. Okay. Uh, every track in this game was a rockin' awesome tune, so I had to pick the best of the best, and this is Cyclops Theme.
And that was Cyclops theme from X-Men Mutant Apocalypse. Yes, uh, what a great awesome track, game. man. I didn't realize how good the soundtrack was. What a great I mean, track. It, it had to be good because it's composed by Setsuya Yamamoto. Yeah. Uh, some people may know him as Kashira, Purple, Mr. X. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or the nickname that he's more known as Mr. Capcom. He's old music for, for Street Fighter, the Mega Man X series. Yep. Uh, he's the man. Yeah, he's 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 really, really good. I enjoy his work. In fact, I would love the pencil him in for maybe the 2025. Uh... He is already on the list. There you go. See? Yeah. This soundtrack was so hard to pick a song from. Like I said, it's this is this is a gem. Like Most people don't know about this game. It's it's not it's not the biggest X-Men game out there. That, that was that that was the Sega version. Yeah, that's why I said I wasn't even aware that this was a good game. And you said it was actually when we were listening to it. You said it's a great game. So I'm going to have to go back and play it. Like, I wasn't even aware. I mean, I mean, I know you have it for Super Nintendo. I'm surprised you haven't played it. I have a lot of things. My, my gaming collection gets bigger and bigger every single year. <laughs> I'm the same way. You pick up a game and you're like, oh, this looks cool. And then you just, you know, you have so many other games you play. Well, a, a good chunk of these games you can actually find pretty cheap at local swap meets. And yeah. Local, like, I, 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 man, I can't remember how much I got because I got this one a long time ago and I can't remember how much I paid for it. But um, I know it wasn't much. I don't think. Now, I just, I, I know it, it costs some money nowadays because retro gaming, it's, it's getting expensive. Yes, it is. Yeah, especially. A uh, little shout out to uh, Days Before Christmas, the one that I keep talking about in our. Uh, in our top 10 series the last few weeks. One of the most rare SNES games of all time. And yeah. it's just, man, that game, that game can fetch a pretty penny on eBay. But yeah, uh, just, just a shout out a few other things that uh, Mr. Yamamoto's done. Phoenix Wright. Ooh, okay. Darkstalkers. And the Monster Hunter series. Nice. Yeah. He's he's still doing those if I'm not mistaken. Like he's still doing those the soundtracks. Oh, he's, those games. He's, oh, he, oh, he's still active. Yeah. Uh, as of, as of late, he's been putting his composer name as Mr. X. But we know who you are. Oh yeah, we know, <laughs> we know. You can't fool us. But um, okay, well, it's time. It's at we're at the point in the episode. Where we're gonna kick it over to the fan pick, the listener pick for the for the month. And like I said, once again, we only got one this month. So, first of all. If you want to have your track featured on a future episode of Radio Hour here on BG Mania, or, we, like I said, if we start getting a lot in, we might start working these into some of our other themed episodes, too. Uh, I would like to start getting multiple, as, as often, as many as possible. So what you need to do... We'll do a, we'll do a, we'll do a whole fan episode if you give us enough requests. I would love to do that. Kind of like a... A, I mean, I don't even know what I would call it or what I would want to call it, but something that was just totally fan picks where you, had, you and I had no idea what was coming. Um, if you want to submit tracks to us, bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Email us. Give us a story about it. You don't have to give us a story, but you can give us a story. The person actually today did give us a story for this track, which I love. Nice. Um, give us a story. You don't have to. You can just submit like the first person. Just submit the track, submit the title, and that be done with it. Um, so... Yeah, bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Start sending us submissions because we definitely need more. Hopefully, hopefully, we start getting more every month. If we ever reach a month where we don't have any, I'll probably just have two Jessica picks instead of one for that particular radio hour. But I'm hoping we start getting more more listener requests because I like interacting with the fans. And I, I like hearing what you guys have to say. So, 
Uh, so today's pick comes from a guy named Brent. It's, to, uh, it's what he put in the email, so we're just gonna note. We're just gonna call him Brent. And he had the following to say about this upcoming track. One of the first. This is now. This is him speaking here. One of the first times I truly felt like I was playing through a next generation game was when The Witcher 3 released on PlayStation 4. It had everything. The look, the sound, as you guys always talk about, the emotion. It was what I wanted from this generation of games, except it exceeded my wildest expectations. Playing through the game, the first time I got to Ard Skellig and heard this track, I froze. And, and this is funny. He said, and Brian, I know you will too when you hear it. My pick for you guys, my pick for you guys this month on Radio Hour is The Fields of Ard Skellig from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Can't wait to see what you guys do in the future. So that's from Brent. Thank you so much for your submission. Thanks for the story, man. I, like I said, I love yeah, that kind of stuff. I, lo- I love that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, as, as you just heard, today's or this month's listener pick, The Fields of Ard Skellig from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt.
And that was The Fields of Ard Skellig from The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. And yes, Brent, I felt it. You were absolutely right. Uh, I love that track, man. I, I knew exactly what it was before before I even before I even acquired it and to put it in this episode. I love The Witcher. What what a great series, man. I love that game. Yeah. This was composed by first name is Marcin. Last name I'm going to absolutely butcher because it's a Polish last name. Przyblazowski. <laughs> That's P R Z Y B Y L O W I C Z. Give it your Mr. best Mixel, shot, Mr. Mixelplex. Basically, um, but he's he's a he's a Polish composer and sound designer. Uh, most famously, obviously, his 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 biggest work is The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. But he did do the music for The Witcher Two. He did do the music for The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. He did the music for um, Seven: The Days Long Gone, which actually just came out. And he is doing the music for, thank God, but he's doing the music for CD Projekt Red's next game, Cyberpunk 2077. Cool, cool, cool. It's going to have a fantastic soundtrack once again. Um, Yeah, great pick, Brent. I freaking love that track. I love that. that, I'm surprised, honestly, that I haven't picked anything from The Witcher 3 yet on a radio hour. We mentioned that off the air while we were listening to this. I was Mm -hmm. like, Brian, you love The Witcher. Why haven't you picked The Witcher? Yeah, I really do. Um, I actually, I kind of am getting the itch to go back and play through The Witcher 3 again, so I might be doing that sometime soon. Um, it's it's a great game, man. I love that game. It's so good. But yeah, again, if you want your track featured on another episode of Radio Hour, send us to them. Uh, bgmania at leveldowngames.com send us your submissions we'd be glad to have it on the show and like like Frank mentioned before we got into that one if we get enough we'll start doing you know fan only episodes that'd be really cool um, but next on the list we're going back to me so my next pick is one that I'm extremely excited for you to hear and it's a game that I'm desperately trying to get you to play because I think you would absolutely love it so the game is Virginia the track, Sojourner's Truth.
And that was Sojourner's Truth from Virginia. What a fantastic track. What a fantastic game. And obviously, there is a person by the same name from history. I'm not sure if it's based on her, the track itself, but you, you would you would probably think it is. Um, just with the actual title of the track being her name. Um, yeah. But this game... One of the most emotional games I've probably ever played. Uh, before we get into the game, the actual composer for the track was Lyndon Holland, uh, a you know just a guy that hasn't really done much work in the gaming industry, but what what he has done is great, and that's the Virginia soundtrack. And he also composed the soundtrack for Poi, that platformer game we watched a trailer for yeah. on Game Oracles a couple not a couple weeks, a couple months ago. Um, but what's really cool about the soundtrack for Virginia is that it was nominated for the 13th British Academy Games Awards uh, in terms of music, and it actually won. So it won the it won the award for that oh, wow. uh, this year, 2017. So the soundtrack is so strong. I had a very hard time picking a track from this game, but I settled on that one because I, I think it definitely encapsulates the emotion that Virginia is trying to portray. And what's really cool about this game, it, re it released September 22nd, 2016. What's really cool about this game is that it's a first-person mystery adventure game. And you basically are playing as an FBI special agent named Ann Tarver. And you're, you're following her throughout the investigation of her first case, which is the disappearance of a boy in Virginia, which is where the name of the game comes from, Virginia. Yeah. So, but throughout it, you're like following these cops and these other FBI agents around and you're experiencing everything through the first person point of view. But there is no spoken dialogue in Virginia. Everything that you're seeing around you, like all the cutscenes, they're all voiceless, so to speak. There, there's no, no, actually nothing story-wise being told to you. There's no narrative at all, even when before you get into the game or after the game. There's nothing explaining what's going on to you. Everything is shown to the players through the cutscenes and, like, through the emotions that these characters are showing. And it's, dude, it's such a powerful game. This game is great because of just what they were able to pull off. And here on Wikipedia, like some quotes from from other publications, um, it says here that the Daily Telegraph said that it is the game that titles like Dear Esther, Gone Home, and Firewatch have hinted at, but in a way that evolves the interactive narrative form way beyond anything we've ever seen before. Uh, game Informer was quoted as saying it's a taut thriller that strikes a fine balance between storytelling and interactivity in a way that narrative-driven first-person adventure games have not accomplished since their inception. Uh, PC Gamer said it's a slick cinematic thriller, but interaction is limited and the story loses focus. So they, they actually didn't like it as much as some of the other players, the other, other publications did. So it's always cool seeing like some um, contrasting views here and there. But I absolutely loved it. And it is a game that I actually did review for Level Down Games. Like, it's one of the ones that the, the 505 games are the publishers of the of the game. And they actually did send us a copy when it came out. Uh, like I said, I was an absolute fan of this game. I gave it an 85. So I'll check this out because it sounds interesting to me. I love me like a, for, a good mystery game. And it's, yeah, well, my, my you know, last... If, 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 go ahead. What are you gonna say? If uh, is it, there's no written word either. This is all just visual. Yep. 
cues. I, yeah. that, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. My, my last paragraph in, in the review, I think, sums it up best in, into what I felt about the game. It says, games like Virginia are extremely rare in the industry. It will grab you. Um, it will grab you from the opening moments and it will refuse to let go until well after the credits have rolled. It's also on the short side, though, as a complete playthrough should take about two hours, three if you actively seek out the few collectibles it has to offer. While not a perfect game, as it does have some small hiccups here and there, it's definitely definitely one of the better adventure games that I've had the pleasure of experiencing in recent memory. So I said this game is phenomenal, dude. It's so good. I'll do the yeah, and, and, and at this point in time, you could probably find it in a sale for extremely cheap. So I, I definitely think it's worth your time to pick up. I think you'd love it. Now we go from a adventure game to a to a, a game based on an adventure movie. Okay. Based on an adventure book. Okay. <laughs> my, pro- probably probably my favorite adventure book of all time. Um, this is the title theme from the SNES version, 1990s. Lord of the Rings. the title theme to 1990s The Lord of the Rings on the Super Nintendo. What a jolly tune that is. Man, I love that. Nice little jaunty high adventure tune. Uh, Absolutely. Not the best game. Not the worst game. It was just a game. Just a game. <laughs> I mean, it's just the Roman Reigns. No, I can't keep using so, the same joke. I say that about everything now. Is it the Roman Reigns of uh, the Super Nintendo? <laughs> uh, it's. It was, it was an okay game. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the rocket rocking tune, uh, and it's composed by one Mr. Charles Deenan. Charles Dickinson. Did, uh, Charles Charles Deenan did the music for the Lost Vikings. Okay. Uh, Mario teaches typing. Oh Jesus! 
then, then he went on to, to join Shiny. So he did a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of sound work for like the Fallout games, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Everything everything for EA and Ubisoft. He's, he pretty much has his finger in every pie. Uh, still working. He recently did the, uh, he's a sound director for uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Call of Duty World War 2. So two of the bigger games out there right now. Still oh, working. that's cool. That's cool. But uh, yeah, we haven't heard much from him since. Well, he's not composing anymore, but like you did say, he is still actively producing, right? Producing? Or... Yeah, he works on like a, a game or two a year. Okay. But just not just not fully composing anymore, obviously. No, just does uh, the there's, there's sound effects, sound editing, sound management. Okay. The whole shebang of bang. Cool. Very cool. Okay. Well, I guess we'll move on to my next pick. And this is from a game that I have been playing a ton of recently. I, I talked about it on Max Level this past week if you listen to the show or watch the show. Um, that's Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus on the PlayStation 4. I put 73 hours into this game in roughly seven or eight days. Um, so I have a little treat here. And, and, and doing this is going to allow me to announce something here. And this is the, f- the first time that we've actually got to do this on an episode of BG Mania because it just so happens that it falls right before I'm going to put the bonus episode up. So we just had a bonus episode for Christmas on Monday. That was obviously our, our Christmas episode. Today's radio hour. And I'm going to actually the next two tracks. My last two tracks are both from Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus. And this is because I am going to do one of those bonus episodes where there's really not many t- much talking and just mostly music. I'm going to put that up on, on New Year's Eve. So okay. I'm actually going to put that up on New Year's Eve, which is Sunday. I don't know exactly what time on Sunday, probably late morning, early afternoon. It'll be up on podcast services, iTunes and Google Play and our website. It's going to be a bonus episode dedicated to Tokyo Xanadu EX+. Plus. I'm going to try to get as much music as I can in there. For roughly an hour to an hour and 20 minutes worth of worth of content. Uh, the soundtrack is amazing. I absolutely love the the team that does this. But we'll talk more about it when we get back. Uh, because the first one I'm going to start off with. In, in the game, there is an idol group. Because idols are super popular over in Japan. So there is an idol group consisting of five females in the game. They are known as Spika. I think is how you would pronounce it. Uh, S-P-I-K-A. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's because I, listening, the game is not... Uh, dubbed. I mean, it's just subtitles with Japanese audio. So I was trying to pick up on the way they were pronouncing things in the game, and I'm believing, I believe they were saying Spika. Um, this is one of their main pieces of music in the game, one of their main songs. This is called Wishwing. Sit down, my
And that was Wishwing from Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus. It just released here in North America. It came out on December 8th, 2017. It's been out over in Japan since September 30th, 2015. Uh, Nihon Falcom developed awesome game published by Nihon Falcom in Japan, brought over and localized by Access Games here in North America. Um, Composer-wise, obviously, all Falcom games are done by Falcom Sound Team JDK. Mm-hmm. And as we've as we found out from our bonus episode on Ease Eight Lacrimosa of Donna, um, you know, listening to this track here, some other tracks that we've played from like the Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel, they really don't produce bad music. I freaking love their stuff. No. Um, they right, are freaking amazing. They really are. They really are. And what's really cool about this is that. They they had the the voice actors that did the voice acting for the girls from Spica in the game, and then the ones that actually did the singing. Well, the ones that actually do that, they put them in a legit band and formed it over in Japan called Spica. And whenever they have like anime conventions over there or legit game, you know, game uh, conventions around Falcom stuff, they're always there, usually performing songs from Tokyo Xanadu or other songs. It's really cool. Uh, right now, the members of Falcom Sound Team JDK. Consist of Hayoto Sonoda, Takahiro Unisaga, Saki Monomiya, uh, no, sorry, Momiyama, said that wrong, and Atsumi Hashimoto. So those are the four members that actually compose a Falcom Sound Team JDK at this time. There's been several others in the past, over over 15 or 20 other names that have been involved with this, but those are the main four right now. So I'm assuming it's those four that actually composed this track and, and helped write it and did all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, man, I, I and, and while we were listening to that, I actually was showing you um, Baby Metal, a Japanese pop metal group or pop idol group that plays death metal <laughs> which I, I i'm a huge fan of and I, I think i may have turned you on to them as well yes and uh, that was pretty awesome yeah baby metal's great for anyone that hasn't checked them out do it do it do it but uh anyway what's your next pick well staying over in the land of the rising sun comes Ooh, okay, a okay 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 uh this this started off as a series over there that was eventually adapted here for america uh you know what time it is brian it's morphin' time. <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers! Saban's uh, Power Rangers game for the Super Nintendo. This is the cave level.
that was the Mighty Morphin from Power Rangers theme. No, uh, so, so, no. Oh, sorry. I just no. again. That was the cave from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes. Now, uh, now, if we're talking the theme, we you mean there, there was no, you know, how did that start out? They've got a power and a force that you've never seen before. That was the actual, I remember that was the first line of, from the lyrics from the actual theme song from the actual Power Rangers theme. Uh, you did slightly hear there the uh, the the go okay. go Power Rangers. She, she definitely did a reprise of that in here. Um, <laughs> now, uh, so our composer here, uh, Kinuyo Yamashita, she did quite a few games. Uh, best known for her soundtrack to Konami's Castlevania. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Uh, other just games of note she's done uh, has been Snatcher, Power Blade. Okay. Uh, uh, so Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Wrath of the Dark Hole King. Never heard of that. Never either. Yeah, I've never heard of that. And lots of Japanese games that I've never heard of. I wonder if I've heard of any of them. Uh, probably some of them. Probably uh, more than you have. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> she, she, she also was the composer on Mega Man X3 and Mega Man The Wily Wars. Okay. 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 So, Very cool. Very cool. Definitely, definitely some games that we know. Uh, yeah, for just sure. Wanted to keep it rocking. Just wanted to keep it rocking with a nice, awesome tune. And what a good game it was. I played the crap out of that game on the Super Nintendo. You and me both. Yeah, it's actually uh, one of the ones I, I mean, I own that game, so. I can't think of any of my friends who didn't have this game. I mean, this is this is our era. Power Rangers is out. Oh, it's a yeah, video game yeah. with a it rock was, and roll soundtrack. We all had to have this. It was it was one of the cartoons I always not It wasn't even a cartoon. It was one of the shows I always watched every morning before going to school. So my, my, my morning ritual, I can't remember how long I did this. I'd wake up. I'd probably have a glass of chocolate milk in the morning because that's I drank that as as a kid when I was um, in the mornings. I'd always have a glass of chocolate milk in the morning. I would watch. So this was probably this had to be early 90s. It had to be early 90s because I was still young. So I would wake up. I would watch Sesame Street. I would watch Garfield and Friends. And then I would watch the Power Rangers. <laughs> And that was like my my holy trinity before I would go to school. And I think I was able to finish all that by about 730 because I think or it might have been even. Yeah, by 730 because I think it was it started at six. Garfield may have been at 630. Power Rangers may have been at seven. I can't remember exactly the times, but I, I remember watching those three. And maybe I could be completely mixing things up. And maybe I didn't even watch all three of those on the, at the same time. I mean, this this could be separate years that I'm thinking of. But I remember watching those three specific shows in the mornings before going to school when I was still in elementary school. So, you know, so I, I remember in my market, you know, because I was in Ohio, I'm New York. We would mm-hmm. see uh, it, it would be the Bull, Rocky and Bullwinkle, then Garfield and Friends. And then I would leave for school. And when I came home, Power Rangers was on. Yeah, see, Power Rangers was on in the morning here. Uh, they may have been it may have been reruns. It might not have been the new episodes. I mean, that, that's some, that was a concept that I wasn't even aware of at the time. I didn't know what reruns were. I didn't know what new yeah. episodes were. I was still a, just a young child. So. Um, but no, a I played wee, a wee little lad, a wee little lad when you were probably already in high school. But uh, no, I was kidding. Wow, man. Wow. <laughs> no, but you definitely were in middle school. Go to hell, Brian. <laughs> All right. We're going to move to Jessica's pick for this episode of Radio Hour. So before we get into it, let's hear what she has to say about her track, which is Tears of the Elder Dragon from Rune Factory 4. Take it away. This is the song from Rune Factory 4. It's actually my all-time favorite game. And a quick story about it is that Brian bought this game for me one year for Christmas. 
Never heard of it, of course. Um, so I do the whole, wow, cool, thanks, thing, <laughs> uh, which I regret now. Um, but finally, um, you know, I decided to actually try it out and play it, and it ended up taking over my life to the point where... I was playing it every time I was awake so and thankfully the job that I had at that point I pretty much did nothing so that's all I did and I don't regret it one bit <laughs> and the only thing that made me upset about that game was when it actually ended um, sadly though the makers of the game did go bankrupt um, you know shortly after I finally discovered the beauty of Rune Factory and the Rune Factory series um, and sadly, the chances of them ever, you know, of me ever getting Rune Factory 5 back will probably never happen. I do wish, though, that they would do like a GoFundMe for it because that would definitely be awesome and I would definitely invest in it because I want it so bad. <laughs> um, but I knew for a fact that I wanted a song from this game as one of my picks, um, and yet I just, you know, couldn't really decide which one I wanted to do because I love everything about that game. Um, but then I actually remembered this song, and I remember that this song always stuck out to me, um, you know, because it was more, you know, beautiful and sweet and sentimental, and the meaning behind it, um, you know, it was, to me, just breathtaking. And I don't know, maybe Brian rubbed off on me, and, you know, because he always loves the slower, sadder songs, and so I was like, you know what, this is it, and I have no regrets. And the beauty of his song, um, it's actually, again, it's a very sad song due to the reason of why, you know, it's playing and when it is playing. Um, but the truth is that you lost your best friend. I'm not going to tell you who, because in case you, I mean, it's an old game, but I don't want to give out too many spoilers. Um, but this is the song that plays as it's kind of doing like a montage of showing you um, snippets of you trying to move on and live your life. And you're kind of just looking out into the distance of different areas um, of the town that you two once lived at together. Um, and to me, this song just really embraced the sadness that you would feel at that point, you know, of you losing your best friend. But at the same time, to me, this song also did express the happiness that definitely was once there, you know, as some of the, you know, because again, it's just beautiful, you know, it's, you're sad, but yet you're, you're happy that you at least got to know that person. At least that's the, you know, what I got out of it. Um, so to me, again, this song is absolutely beautiful, and I really do hope that you guys enjoy it as much as I do.
And that was Tears of the Elder Dragon from Rune Factory 4, which was Jessica's pick for this month of Radio Hour. I love that track, man. It's really good. Like, no, I, she, yeah, she did a good job. It was nice. It was emotional. Yeah. Um, now, good job the, as always, Jessica. The Rune Factory games are some that I've never gotten into, but I, then again, I've never played them. But she's played through Rune Factory 4 so many times since getting it. That I and I, I bought it for her for Christmas one year. I knew she was going to love it. Uh, the Rune Factory franchise is a spinoff of the Harvest Moon games and the Story of Seasons games when they were still, you know, made by the um, Marvelous, the team that now does the Story of Seasons games. So it's a, it's a spinoff, and they're they're actually pretty good. Um, you know, they they they've been reviewed well. It released over here in North America on October first, two thousand thirteen. I got it for her for Christmas that year in two thousand thirteen. Uh, the composer on the track, Tomoko. Morita. And I'm not sure what else she has done. Let's see here. What else has she done? So she did. Okay, she did the music for Shining Force Neo Music Collection. She did the music for Rune Factory, Rune Factory 2, Rune Factory uh, Oceans, Rune Factory 4. Uh, her latest game was from 2015, Lord of Magna, Made in Heaven. I bought that for Jessica, too, because it was the same team, and I think she enjoyed that one as well. But it looks like she she's basically stuck to these types of games, obviously, the by Marvelous. So it looks like she just works with them, which is pretty cool. Um, okay. Well, my next pick is my last pick for this episode of Radio Hour Volume 6 here on BG Mania. And like I already mentioned, we're going back to Tokyo's Xanadu EX+. The name of this track is Horrifying Disaster.
And that was Horrifying Disaster from Tokyo Xanadu EX Plus, which is a boss battle theme in the game. Do you fight the devil? You do not, uh, but it you sound, are. It, just, it sounds epic. <laughs> it's epic as hell, man. You're fighting these enemies. You're so basically, and and hopefully the review's already up on our YouTube channel and our website leveldowngames.com. So I'm hoping it'll be up by the time this episode posts on Wednesday. Um, go, so go if it is, go check it out. But you basically are going into these labyrinths called the Eclipse, which is like the underworld, so to speak. And it's, man, I don't want to give too much away, but it's basically the underworld and. Within these Eclipse Labyrinths, you're fighting enemies called Greed, which are basically preying off of people's emotions and fears and that kind of stuff. And the stronger the stronger the emotion, the stronger the fear, the, the stronger these enemies can get. And eventually they can maybe materialize in the real world. And, you know, they're, they're like the things that are causing earthquakes to happen in Japan and like all these natural disasters. So like they're trying to show like how like a, a actual reason behind some of this stuff besides just science. Um, and in this game, like I said, you're fighting these different type, different power level types of greed. And some of the bosses are, are epic as hell, man, like I just said. But this track is amazing. Also, again, composed by the Falcom Sound Team JDK. Uh, as I mentioned to you, I were listening to this. I really, I really can't think of a bad soundtrack that they've ever done. And I really feel like they are at the pinnacle, like they're at the peak of video game soundtracks. I really don't think anyone else has consistently put out such amazing work with every single game and every single soundtrack that they put out. Uh, there hasn't been a soundtrack that I haven't liked from Nihon Falcom, and they're always rocking. They have a perfect blend of, of rock and emotion and, you know, power ballad, um, metal, thrash. Like, they just have it all in these soundtracks, and it's just so good. It's so good. Yeah, it's crazy that, you know, that I mentioned more when you know, talk about the greatest soundtracks of all time because holy yeah. hell. Yeah, you would think. And I mean, it, it sucks that like they're, they even get overlooked at places like the, the Game Awards and anytime there's awards. Obviously, you know, we didn't overlook them. We did award Ease 8 as our as our soundtrack of the year here at Level Down Games during the Game Awards. Uh, if you didn't see that, go check it out. We posted it uh, last Friday, uh, not last Friday, but uh, two Fridays ago, December 15th. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of give a taste. So we had a slow, emotional song there, and then we had a rocking, faster track. So if you're interested in what you heard with Tokyo's Anadu EX Plus, be on the lookout New Year's Eve, sometime late morning, early afternoon, for a bonus BG Mania episode dedicated to Tokyo's Anadu EX Plus. I'll be on the show. Frank will not be there. Um, but I, there will be minimal talking. I'll, I'll intro the tracks. I, I won't really even talk about them. I'll just intro the tracks with the title names just to give credit. Uh, I'll do the intro and the outro, all that stuff. But it'll just be basically telling you what's coming next. And like I said, I'm going to try to cram as much as I can in there, but still keep it a reasonable length. Uh, but I definitely want to try to get some of the best stuff from that game into the bonus episode. But uh, that brings us to our last track for today, which is your pick. Our last track comes from one of the greatest video games ever made. Okay. From one of the greatest cartoons ever made. I'd probably agree with you. Which was actually originally started as one of the most okay comic books ever made. Yeah. I'm talking about the game Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 Turtles in Time. This is Alley Cat Blues. Talking about it. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I should be talking about this a little bit. Uh, it would be, uh, this game right here, I spent many an hour playing. Uh, originally, this came out in the arcades, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you'd have to fight for your spot up there. Right, but yeah, once, yeah, once yeah. You, no, well, the, the, the arcade machines were always packed. 
always. When we heard this game was coming to Super Nintendo, yes, my, my friends and I lost our stuff. Yeah, yeah. We, I can't think of like I can't think of a single person who didn't have this game at all. Like right. every everybody played this game to the to the point that uh, when we did the top ten series, I'm like top ten power ups of all time. That bomb pizza that you find in these in, in shows, yeah, all the time where you pick it up and spin around. The second that you saw the pizza on the stage, friend or foe alike, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're running straight to it. Yep. Yeah. We, uh, if you haven't seen that yet, we do have out on our YouTube channel the top ten power ups. Uh, that was actually written by you. Uh, by I think it was actually written by your alter ego. If you if you look at the credits, but it was it was written by you, um, and you you had some good power ups in there. Yeah. This I say, this is a great game. If you've never played it before, uh, they've remade the game. Uh, I do believe it's on PSN right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's on Xbox uh, Live Arcade too. Yeah, I def- it's definitely worth the playthrough. Uh, yeah, agreed, it, agreed, agreed. Great, 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 great game to play with friends too. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a, it's such a catchy song as well. I mean, as soon as we started playing, I was like, man, this brings me back. I remember this this track and this this everything about this game, man. It was so good. Uh, it's composed by Mutsuhiro Izuma. Okay. Uh, never. This game and the other and, and the first NES game of Ninja Turtles only two real major games to the credit. Okay, that's kind of interesting. Uh, that's cool because that, those are good soundtracks. That's cool. I was like, I was like, but what a legacy to have! Yeah, that's super cool. So before we play a track, you want to kind of yeah, take us out? We'll go ahead and take us out. So thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of BG Mania Radio Hour Volume Six. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, BG Mania is posted on iTunes and Google Play every Wednesday morning. If you have any ideas or requests for future episodes or requests for future tracks for us to play in Radio Hour or other episodes, if we decide to do that, if we get enough, remember to email us at bgmania at leveldowngames.com with your requests. If you're interested in supporting us here at Level Down Games so we can continue to do what we love and bring quality content to all of you on a daily basis, remember that we have affiliate links in the descriptions for all of our podcasts on iTunes and Google Play, as well as the description box on all of our YouTube videos. We've got Amazon, Technisport Gaming Chairs, Origin PC, and Razer. Supporting us through any or all of those affiliate links means the absolute world to us. To stay up to date on all things Level Down Games, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find our main account over on Twitter at OriginalLDG. I can be found on Twitter at Brian underscore LDG, and Frank is at the Frankosaurus. We're both on Instagram. I'm at Brian.LDG on there, and Frank is again at the Frankosaurus. We can be found on Facebook for general posts and information, and finally over at Twitch.tv slash Level Down Games for all of our live streams. Doing all this will ensure that you never miss another episode of Max Level, which is our video game podcast every Monday. Game Oracles, our video game trailer show every Tuesday. More BG Mania, which you just finished listening to every Wednesday, which is our obviously our video game soundtracks podcast, and The Gorgeous Lads of Wrestling, a podcast dedicated to professional wrestling every Thursday, plus our top 10 series every Friday. You'll also have access to all of our video reviews, unboxings, let's plays, reaction videos, and so much more. Next week, we are returning to our series episodes. We are going to part three for Final Fantasy, where we'll have 10 tracks from Final Fantasy VI and 10 tracks from Final Fantasy VII. It's going to be a hard one for me because it's picking 10 tracks from both those two games. It's going to be interesting. I know two for sure that are going to be from each, so <laughs> I, I can't wait for that episode. Taking us out once again, this is... The Alley Cat Blues. Have a happy and healthy 2018, everybody. Yes, thanks again for joining us this morning, and we will see you guys. Speaking of that, we'll see you guys in 2018. <laughs>